This week on the Push for Lows podcast, we talk body fat percentages and the actual benefits of strength training. Also, we debate the best sweets. Three, two, one. Your computer working, mate. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hook. What's going on? Never had so many fucking technical difficulties in one <laughs> fucking night. Unbelievable. Oh, computers. But yeah, I did the standard on and off trick and it worked charm, didn't it? Worked it did. an absolute it charm. Well done, yeah. That whole system reset. Magic. What's all about, mate? Just like you reset your adrenal glands, you know, you just reset, you press the reset button, it's all good. Reset done, yeah? Yeah, um, oh mate, just uh, I've just done a food challenge and I feel like I've just got diabetes. So, so siding onto Skype with Dan about well 20, well, 25 minutes ago now, that he's finally worked out how to switch the computer on. Um, yeah, I think it's just my fat fingers from <laughs> He just went, uh, just done the eating challenge, feel terrible. It's like, uh, cool. yeah, but I don't know, I don't agree. I think the, the food that you uh, consumed oh. would, would be amazing. No. no, it was an Easter challenge for those. Be out on Monday. Um, after, Easter, after Easter, well, it's Easter Monday, isn't it? So it's people are going to be so so sick of chocolate. Yeah, watch well, you eat mate, chocolate. So am I. I'm absolutely <laughs> serious, like, oh my god! Like I want to know a little bit more because yeah, you're not as big a chocolate as I am. But I do like chocolate. I love chocolate, but just not in that amount. Like it's obscene. Like I really. I don't know how much you ate, but I'll quite happily smash. Like, an easy 200, 400 gram bar, like, in an evening would be very, very comfortable without even. Yeah, mate. Wouldn't yeah. even touch the sides. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> this is the thing about food challenges people don't quite understand is that you're getting in as quick as you can. So, was you doing it on weight? Weight consumed or calories consumed? Went for calories, didn't we? And, um, well, no one really, everyone, yeah. Everyone probably knows roughly what I would be able to. But I got like three and a half thousand calories in about over, over the stretch of the week. Yeah, forty minutes, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was all obviously Easter stuff. So it's all very, very sweet and just oh god, I feel like I definitely got diabetes right now. Cool. So yeah, that's that's me for today, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like would like cream eggs. Does that count with the cream like the gooey stuff inside? Is that more? Like More caloric than uh... face doing it. No, it's not because it's just sugar that bit. Sugar. Yeah. Um, but like Mike, fair play to him, fucking smashed a lot in. I had like oh, we had donuts as well. We had a few other things that Easter themed, so it was just donuts yeah. aren't Easter. Lamb. They are. They either got chicks on them, <laughs> like they were, or like they were bunny ears. Like the Krispy Kremes did a bunny ears one. Um, Great mate. But yeah, just. I'm just awful at eating, to be fair, and I'll hold my hands up to that. But... I, hope, I hope you didn't do this near, like, with Isabel present, and she would just uh, been like, what? <laughs> what uh, she, wasn't, she was not present. Give me them all. Yeah, just, um, just can't eat a lot, as you all know, but when it comes to chocolate, it's just one of the sickliest things to eat a lot of. Like, I think, I think just... people should view, just for the sake of that, I'm sure that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Will be nice. All right, we do have Easter around the corner. What are the plans, Dan? What are you doing? Um, nothing really. Nothing. You're no, I think man. Tom Mans is coming to visit. I think. Yeah, we had him on the show. 
a yeah. long, long, long time ago. Um, coming to visit next week, uh, Easter weekend. Coming to visit he is, he's day. a trainer at E by Equinox. That is not how Dan knows him, but that's that's what he does. Uh, uh-huh. I'm sure he'll yeah. love the shower. Um, and then the weekend <laughs> after, Tom, you're down, mate. I'm here. Yeah. No, look at that. Fucking hell, all my friends come in in the space of two weekends, <laughs> whole year. I've got two mates, and they both come one after the other. Um, I won't come for another two years now. So That's it, mate, yeah. yeah. Quite rightly as well, I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, you live in London, everyone should come visit you. Yeah, um, yeah I'll no, so, so be down right. on, on your biceps and banner weekend, right? You are, yeah, so we're going to be able to, on, well, on Saturday we'll be training, we'll go out some food, a couple of drinks, and then nice breakfast Sunday morning. Then, you, if you want me, you can watch play cricket if you want. It's up to you. Now, um, well, Vicky will be coming, so yeah, that's not happening. Uh, that's going to, yeah, that's gonna <laughs> bore, that'll bore the pants off her. Yeah. Um, so. so, yeah, he'll be, yeah. So, I think that's like in the afternoon sometime on the Sunday. So, it's yeah. also my brother's birthday next Sunday as well. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, pretty hectic time, April, to be fair. Pretty hectic time. <laughs> yeah, not so much for me as it's still Easter holidays and clients are still away. Are still away. <laughs> Some people just come back from like Nepal, um, but pff, yeah, we still got away in Florida, I don't know, Samaritz, all the kind of random places. Yeah, Samaritz, just, I've been there, it's no yeah, Very, very, very nice, um, yeah. but yeah, we have to have money to go there, but um, yeah, everybody's away, but we've got stuff to talk about, mate, um, as we per usual. Um, we've been sent a few things as well, um, which we're... Well, I feel like you sent me this, but also I think a lad who listens to the show, called Jack, sent me it as well. Um, and, but you're going to talk about it because you know far more about this than me. Um, well, one of my clients sent it to me as well, and he was like, "You've got, to, you've got, to, you and Mike have got to do a video on this." Oh, really? <laughs> it was, um, it was, it's just, it is hilarious. It's hilarious, but at the same time, it's also very, very I scary. Mean, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, old, God bless him, Eddie Hall, and. Uh, Brute strength of the man is undeniable, but I, unsure but, what he's doing right now. <laughs> I mean, you can go into it, mate. I mean, we're really oh, going to talk about like, talk about I don't know Polokineski hormones and yeah, sleep and it, this madness that he's the, been vi- the video a is the video is just ridiculous. Like he's there with a trainer of some description. I say trainer, it looks like he's just his mate. And his mates, we'll, we'll there put taking, it in the group, and we'll sh- we'll share the, yeah, the link. His mates, they're taking. Um, caliper readings from all over his body. He does like his cheek. He does like, his neck. He does all sorts of stuff. And it's like so we're we're both uh, caliper trained, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I haven't done it since I was trained. Um. I'm definitely, I, I, I can tell you now. You never need to do a cheek. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so he's there Not testing cheap. him. He's there testing him away, and he like pinches a few bits, and he just says random shit. And Eddie Hall just kind of like nods on, like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. So basically, one of the bits he, he picks out of him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this bit shows that your insulin sensitive, your insulin's not working as well as it should." Oh, and he's like, "So we need to put you on like carb cycling for that." That's and Eddie Hall's like, "What's carb cycling?" Oh, <laughs> it's like you, yeah. you you eat your bagel whilst uh, on a swim yeah. bike, right? That's, that's classic. <laughs> So he says this sort of shit, and then the other one he said was, um, "Oh, you've uh, you've gone up on this reading on another one, um, which shows that you're not sleeping deeply enough." <laughs> I was like, "What, mate? Wait, wait, but, but where did you get it from? What, what was what was the uh, which skin caliper position? I can't, position? Remember, I can't remember off the top of my head. Probably, I think it was none like, of them are valid for that. Yeah, opinion, that's, but. That's, yeah, this is kind of the point at the end we're going to talk about, really. But um, then he did another one, like I think he did his, his abdomen." 
and he was like, that's gone up. And he's like, yeah, that's because of stress. And Eddie was like, well, I've been traveling a lot. And he's like, exactly. You know, you're just stressed out from all that and all this. But no, you've been eating a lot, Eddie. That's the problem, mate. <laughs> money back. Um, and, and then there was one that went down, I think. And it was, he was like, oh, I've been, he was, I can't remember exactly what it was now. You get the video and, and you know, people will be able to see it. But just so far removed from science and what is actually true it's ridiculous and Eddie Hall's just there nodding along like okay cool yeah I'll do that I'll do that yeah I'll do that and he basically this guy goes yeah you need to take all these supplements to fix it all uh, do some carb cycling and he's like and you need to like make sure you sleep better and Eddie Hall's like oh okay I'll just stop masturbating then or should I start masturbating what should I do and he's like well whatever calms you down and all this uh, sort of stuff I'll give a little leeway that will uh, what we'll talk about in a minute about strength training about sleep as well which uh doesn't doesn't bode well for <laughs> what this guy's saying. <laughs> yeah, just like um, unbe- unbelievable stuff coming out of this guy's mouth. He just carries on reading off the shit. Um, and it was just it was painful. It's painful to watch, but at the same time, you have to remember with Eddie Hall is he's not natural. He's assisted, so yeah. there are elements to what he does where it, it doesn't quite have the same. Um, I suppose what he does doesn't have the same relevance to other people based on his training and all that sort of stuff, recovery. and But it, the, the biggest thing that I took from it, and the biggest thing I want everyone else to take away from it, is that body fat percentage testing is pretty much pointless. The only way to accurately know your body fat percentage is to kill you and blend you. It's the only way. Like Whatever number anything spits out, it's a guess. Same with a DEXA scan. A DEXA is a gold standard. But a DEXA scan is flawed. You can go in there and you can eat fuckloads of carbs, take some creatine, drink fuckloads of water, and it'll tell you you've got loads more muscle than you actually have. And that will then affect your body fat percentage. DEXA scan can accurately give you, or reason, within reasonable accuracy, give you how much fat mass you've got, like in actual grams or kilos. But it will not be able to give you an accurate reflection of what that is as a percentage. And people are so obsessed with knowing their body fat percentage no one walks around with a fucking sign on their body saying, I am 12%, I am 14%. You either look good or you don't. Or you feel good or you don't. And, like, it really does my head in because people like that show these calipers. They do all these tests and they go, oh, yeah, here you go, you're 18% body fat. And, all, and I'm sure the course that you went on was the same as mine. The course of mine, they said, always, always add up the millimeters of the sites and give that score. That's the score that they can improve on because yeah. we're testing how thick each area is. That's what they can improve on. The percentage you give them will be fucking pointless, and it will be a guess. But, but that's the but that's the sexy number, isn't it? That's 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 what you're looking for. Yeah, and and like it's completely made up, completely made up. <laughs> like I don't care what machine you use, it's made up by every machine that ever uses it. And like I said, because the only way to actually test it is to kill you and blend you. So unless you want me to do that, there's no point no, finding good, out your body fat percentage. Good, good mate. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't understand it. I don't understand the obsession. And it's because you hear shit like that guy in the NFL. Oh, yeah, he's 1% or 2%. Ooh. No, <laughs> no he's not. That lad. Uh, drafts in a couple of weeks. That'd be funny where he goes. If he, uh... Oh, he's dead, mate, because he's probably <laughs> dead because he's got 0% body fat. Unbelievable. I love when he was like, no, no, no. It's actually uh, 0.2% higher than that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, mate. Yeah, okay, mate. Oh, sorry, yeah. People. Jesus Christ, yeah. Okay. That was a, it was a little bit low. Um, yeah. But I also, I think one of the takeaways from that video, mate, as well, and it happened also um, from. It's more more about pro athlete, ex athlete advice, and the fact is, normally when these guys are performing at such a high level, Eddie Hall, biggest deadlift in the world, 
pretty world strongest man once. Um, not now, but has been. These guys possibly don't know everything about what they're doing um, in this in basically training or fat loss um, as well. And that that comes as a shock to a lot of people. Just because you're the biggest guy in the room probably doesn't mean you know how to be the biggest guy in the room, um, and vice versa if you're getting lean. Um, it happened. Um, who was it? I think that swimmer is it. Karen Davies. Um, Sharon, Sharon Davies. That's the one. Um, was on like Good Morning or some some daytime TV show. I'm sure you watch. Um, oh yeah, and, with all my free time I've got. <laughs> yeah, we know we only we know you got YouTube videos. That's it. Um, and so she was spouting about the fat burning zone, um, and she was getting asked about uh, like obesity. Um, epidemic in our country and getting people into sport and swimming obviously and uh, and she was like oh people doing this all wrong because you have to enter the fat burning zone to lose weight never gave any advice about just maybe walking a bit further maybe eating a little bit less but no no you will not burn that body fat unless you are in the fat burning zone um, which is madness everybody knows I think I believe that it's the fat I'll, I'll get this wrong because this is how I'm such a bad PT I am um, is the fat burning zone between 60 and 70 or 70 and 80% of heart rate? I think it's like 60, 70. It's 60, the aerobic 70. zone, isn't it? It's, it's that, the aerobic. It's that, it's that kind of not really doing anything. It's the faffing zone. It's the would... it's where you just it's where the reason they call it the fat burning zone is because the it's the area at which if you are at that percentage heart rate on average supposedly that you will burn the most fat as a fuel for that exercise as in the exercise is quite easy to do you don't yeah. need carbohydrates your body can naturally just burn fat to do that whereas then you above that have anaerobic zones which require carbohydrates and that's I, a lot I, harder i know that Dan. i know you because it's not just me and you having this chat you, you know you, you look you're looking at me like you're in like condescending so you're like well, Tom, to be, come to on be, mate, to you should fair, know this I, I'm, to be, to be fair <laughs> it's probably useful you do hear it to be honest you know what i mean you and your nutritional knowledge. Very sad that I was actually t- teaching a, uh, a workshop on this. I had to kind of reread the slides. Every time I teach, I learn as well. It's madness. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, really? Wow, cool. Where have I got that from? Um, <laughs> but we're doing training zones, all that anaerobic respiration, ATP, CP. I haven't revisited that in a while. I'm doing about a lot of power development stuff at the moment. So yeah. ATP, CP in there. And there's, other, there's another name they, they started calling it, which I wasn't really aware of. Um, so I was like, ooh, new names. Amazing. I mean, it's just gonna confuse me further, but that's all the like naught to three second power, naught to like three to eight second, all that rubbish, creatine phosphate. But yeah, I think the takeaway is don't really trust ex athletes or no, it's not their job. They don't need to know what they just do. What they're told, <laughs> they do, like, they do what they're and told. if they get results, sometimes they get results in spite of what they're told. Like they're, <laughs> the, what they're told is actually making them worse, but they still are the best, even because of, even though they get the shit advice. So the interesting thing, obviously, about Eddie Hall with all of that stuff, because I'm I'm gonna guess that um, since he's stopped doing so much strongman work, he's probably come down in weight. Yeah, I think he's, you, I mean, in the video, he's pretty lean. Like, he's got a six pack. Yeah. Like, I mean, it looks doesn't look the best because he, you know, he's got Mass. so yeah. <laughs> much drugs in him that he's, bed, he's like, his stomach's so distended it just looks like a he's like a barrel six pack. It looks a bit odd. Not my cup of tea, but um, I mean, yeah, whatever. Let's just, <laughs> let's just skip over that bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those where it's like he obviously has lost a little bit of weight, but it was it was just the stupidity of it. Like it was. But again, like there was another one the other day, Brandon Hardin. Like, I pulled it up on my Instagram. 
this kid, right, has got 340,000 YouTube subscribers. Jealous much. Um, <laughs> but he's there, and he's a, he's, a, he's a bodybuilder. He started taking drugs. He's, you know, he's open about his drug use as a bodybuilder, which is great, whatever. But he's given out advice on it, and whether it's questionable or not, I don't know, because I don't know enough about drugs. But he said that two weeks before his show, he was cutting out energy drinks and fizzy drinks because of the carbonation. He said that the carbonation bloats at his midsection. Is it? The bubbles in it. The fucking bubbles in it. And I'm there going, this kid is, is telling 340,000 people the bubbles in Diet Coke are bloating him, or Monster he was referring to. And I, and I went on my stories and I was like, just shake it, mate. Make it go flat. Drink it. <laughs> I was like, genuinely like, but no one, I went through the comments as well and nobody said anything about it. Nobody. So everyone's just sat there watching it, just taking it at face value. And like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. And he said, <laughs> he's like, a lot of competitors take it out because of the carbonation. They don't want the carbonation in them and all this. And I'm like, no, they cut it out because of the sweeteners in it. They think that the sweeteners are going to affect their midsection or their bloating or whatever. Jeremy and like, got, got confused about the first like four letters and was like, oh, maybe I'm cutting carbs. But these haven't got carbs in. All right, carbon, yeah, that's the same like, thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, and, but he also <laughs> said in another video, he also said that... Um, that he's changing out his chicken or his turkey, whatever it was, for fish because fish thins the skin. Is it? Yeah, fish thins the skin. Ridic- honestly, like I do, I guy- do like a. I mean, a good bit of gammon will will, will do the, yeah. the skin any good. Yeah. Yeah. A good bit of gammon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, previous episode, um, but yeah, it's just like it is painful. Like genuinely, like some of the advice given out is just painful and. And again, he's the same. He's got, you know, he's a, he's a he's good, he's a, he's a very very good bodybuilder. He's got great physique. Clearly, knows absolutely nothing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's it can be shocking. But to to give some people maybe trainers out there who do do skin caliper testing and the hormone profiling or the stress stuff and the cortisol stuff, and it was popularized by who Dan? Charles Poliquin. Charles Poliquin. Uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah. But I don't think it, that would have been Biosig something. Biosig 1, Biosig 2, I don't know. Biosig of, of some sort. I don't think a lot of people are using it now, but if you are still using it, stop. Um, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely... It's, f- like, because you're lying to people. Because <laughs> it's, it's wrong. Um, there's no point in... Yeah, it's just... It, it, they came up with it, must have been about 30, 35 years ago, and... It was just based on nothing. Um, bro science. Bro science. And it was like, yeah, because your kneecap fat has a little bit too much yeah, cortisol on it. And you're like, what? Okay. Um, well, I, I don't think I've got fat kneecaps, so I think I'll be okay. Um, but it was yeah, a way, Eastern level was it was, like a way, it was basically a way for him to sell supplements. Yeah. Because well, was, he basically said... He basically said, and that's what people, that's what Biosig is all about. It's like, right, you've got this fat in this area, you need to take a supplement. And all the things that they said, the result of, of all of them, a way to get rid of it all, is, Tom, to do what? Get rid of it all? Calorie deficit. Yeah. So it's literally <laughs> to cut calories and to weight train, eat a high-protein diet. And most of the time, all those markers that they were talking about would have gone down. So they were always yeah. like... They basically picked up on things like, oh, your tricep fat means that you've got low testosterone. Your chest fat means you've got high estrogen. Um, your lower back fat means you've got high insulin. So what they do is they put you on a calorie deficit. They put you on a calorie deficit. They put you on a shit diet with no carbs on it. They run you into the ground. They weight train you, make you buy all their supplements. And you think it's the supplements that have done it. But actually, all you've done is resistance train, 
with a high protein diet with plenty of fiber and good veg and stuff like that and you've been in the calorie deficit and you've lost and, and that reverses all those things again really? it's not sexy down God, oh, you, yeah. you do the wrong things. So. I'm not sexy. I just, though. I just, that's why. Do you know? Like, I'm used to doing things that aren't sexy, and that's say, why. I say big words and then just walk out. <laughs> so, I'm like, I might start doing that because that's what all the fucking people do in this industry. I swear to God, like, no, we're too simple. We're too simple, mate. Um, yes. It's too straight for us. But yeah, I think that's the end of that topic. But kind of relaying into what Eddie Hall does. Well, has done for a, uh, a long time is strength training, um, and I wanted to briefly talk about some of this because um, uh, just it came up on it cropped up on my uh, Instagram feed. Apologies, guys, I don't really post that much. Um, doing other things, that's crazy. As too busy, mate. Too, too busy. <laughs> too busy. Now we're writing some like speed power development stuff, um, which should be nice and exciting. So should be fun. More my my jam. I like doing that kind of right. Um, yeah, but Dr. John Rushin, I believe that's how you say it. I followed him for quite most of my PT career. Um, he always seems like a bit of an angry fucker um, when he does his videos. But mm. really, really nice. Well, all the stuff. I agree with nearly everything he, he says, so which is quite cool. Um, but his his like uh, goblet squat challenge thing came up, and I remember reading this about two or three years ago. I don't think I ever did it, but I feel like I should do it. Um, so the relative strength goblet squat test and it got me thinking about a couple of years ago I set out guidelines for all of my clients for what I would like them to achieve with me um, and those are my kind of baseline um, things that I will set as kind of standard goals mm. they might have come to me to look better, feel better, rehab a knee do this, do this, blah blah blah, blah. but there will be certain things I will be having as like secondary goals um, mm. but in my secondary goals for them but primary goals for me because they will get to their actual goals better basically um, and because of the, cause the other thing as well about things like that is that you you know as a coach that if they hit those secondary goals they will hit their primary goals they will hit their primary goal yeah, yeah. 100% um, yeah. <laughs> if I get them to do this certain amount of strength training they're going to look better and feel better 100% yeah. so it's like alright well we win win you get to do a bit well exactly what I want to do but you're going to get there it's just convincing them of that and usually I'm in the position that they've kind of come to me for that so which is mm. which is nice um, but if we're talking about so just to have a little bit of the benefits of strength training, because there was a nice little uh, graphic with it. Um, so commonly known benefits of strength training. I won't quiz you this time, mate. Um, so <laughs> benefits of strength training. First one's a little bit easy. Develop strength. Thanks, mate. Um, good. Wow, that's <laughs> that's That doesn't need to be put on there. Um, increase muscle mass. Shock. Uh, reduces body fat. Yeah. I'd say that. Might not. Uh, it might not reduce it. I think it would reduce percentage. Because it re- reduces proportional representation. Yeah, but you can't reduce percentage that we just established that, Tom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, increases bone mineral density, 100%. It is a common, uh, it should be a common use for osteoarthritis. And That's why more old people should do it. Osteoporosis, old people. Definitely in Australia, they're that forward thinking. They have gyms in hospitals and they give it to arthritic patients and osteoporosis patients and osteoarthritis patients. Amazing. That's exactly what should happen. Uh, boost metabolic rate. Eh, slightly. Technically, it does. Not that much that everybody thinks it does. The epoch effect is crazy. But also, yeah, gain muscle mass. How much muscle mass could... I, I don't know. You can dust like six calories per pound. 
pound or something, something stupid. Like that, but so technically, it does. Like technically, te- technically, it does. Right, and reduces in injury risk. The commonly known ones, and uh, these are the not so commonly known ones. Apparently, then. Um, so it's interesting. Increased mobility and flexibility with strength training. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you end up going to full ranges, end ranges, which increase. Well, I mean, hopefully, depends. yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of that. I should see the moment. benefits of real, proper strength training. Yeah, um, yeah. Not not dance court shots. Um, improves cardiovascular health. Hundred percent. Yeah, does because you're generally you're interested like reliability. What reliability? Endurance is going to be better. So you're going to be stronger. You're going to be able to do stuff more efficiently. Um, <laughs> reduces chronic pain. I don't. Well, I do a lot of strength training. I'm always in pain. But... I was about to say, it adds to my pain. <laughs> but imagine where you could be, mate. You'd be even worse if you weren't doing strength training. So, this is the one for Eddie Hall. Improve sleep quality. So, because he stopped doing so much strongman, he's definitely losing his sleep. Yeah, no, he needs a, no you're wrong, mate. He needs a supplement for that. He needs a supplement. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's a lot to do with CNS fatigue, and you generally have to shut down and chill out. Oh, I've had people say, well, we've had it before where we've been strength training for a while and then you, you start to feel very fatigued, very tired, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. You start to want to yeah. sleep more. Um, this one's an interesting one. I don't know, how, I don't know how, how right it is, but enhances mental health. It's a strong Yeah, I think, I, mean, I don't know how, yeah, I think we've researched, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know the researchers on that. I think it's an interesting statement. I think it could be valid. Um, I think it makes people feel better, doesn't it? I yeah, suppose. I think if you're hitting numbers or you're looking better because of it or that kind of stuff, it would enhance mental health. It gives you a goal as well. And last one, easily, definitely, improve balance and coordination. Yeah. thousand percent. Um, it is shocking. The uh, Yeah, if, if I could spot a deconditioned person... I will generally think they cannot balance or coordinate themselves very well. Um, yeah. It could be a case of cerebellum or something like that. That's the thing that controls your balance in the brain. But it's more likely they don't know how to recruit when they're put onto one leg. Or yeah. they, they don't know how to weight shift or contract somewhere. And it becomes incredibly easy to someone who's stronger. Mm-hmm. thousand percent. It's madness. That's why strength training should be the foundation of everything. Um, yeah, but so going back to the guidelines of uh, so what was Dr. John Rusin was doing the relative goblet squat challenge. So he talks about um, if I get the actual thing up here is his goblet squat. I believe it is fifty percent of your body weight, and then you are aiming for twenty-five repetitions and above. I I did that the other day actually. You did that the other day. Yeah. So you're about fifty kilos. So twenty five kilos. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dan's about I don't know eighty. 80 no, I did seventy five. You're seventy five. No, seventy five. I did the thirty five kilo dumbbell. Um, I think I did twenty. So, but I didn't. Obviously, I wasn't aiming for. I just did twenty. I wasn't aiming for anything. But yeah. I, you could, I could have done five or five more. Yeah. Um, but no, that's, I think that's really good because again, like the the thing with that is you people think. Oh, 35 kilo dumbbell, like I can squat with 50 kilos in my back, easy. Yeah. It's like a completely different ball game. So, like, yeah, I mean, completely. obviously with the goblet squat, you're talking so like ugly compensation patterns generally to be a complete round in. And the, the fact that somebody probably if is also testing any kind of grip or upper body kind of thoracic strength and shoulder strength to hold that thing in place. 
Um, and th- cardiovascular. Fuck me. CV, like, 25 reps, yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, <laughs> blowing out my arse after doing 20 then. Um, so, yeah, I think it's an interesting one to do. Um, I've not... I, I might do a few before pre-Easter with a, a few of my clients who I think can probably achieve that. Um, probably I would give them like 15, 20 reps previously and then build them up, of obviously. Um, that goes without saying, 100%. I'm sure it wouldn't for a lot of people. They'd be like, yes, go! Here's yeah, straight in. <laughs> straight in. Don't, how much, body weight how much do you weigh? 110 mm. kilos. All right, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's find a dumbbell. Um, but yeah, it could be an interesting one. I think it... And, Generally speaking, I, I think it doesn't really matter between gender. No. I don't think it does at all. I think that is, yeah, totally. Hated for in the body weight, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that'd be good. Um, so that is one that will make its way into uh, my kind of testing thing. Um, but if people want to know, I look for at least 10 clean, proper push-ups with all my male clients. At least five with most of my female clients who've got that kind of athletic game. Um, I look for at least, this is after six to 12 months of training with me from kind of any capacity where they're from. Obviously there's caveats of maybe they're not with me that much or crazily, crazily old, um, that kind of thing. Um, I always aim for one to three pull-ups for females and then five plus for males would be the general thing. This is probably after a year of those pull-ups. Um, deadlift wise not too fussed I'm going to go for more into a trap bar deadlift um, and that's going to cover my squat and my uh, deadlift patterns if I'm honest I don't mind cats out the bag I don't mind if your trap bar deadlift is a bit squatty 100% don't care Um, you're just getting it up as far as I'm concerned um, it's absolutely fine if I want to make it more squatty or deadlifty you can change that in two seconds of just like move your hips up move your hips down okay start from there go um, yeah, I wouldn't really bother with that. I want that to be at least body weight for 10 would be an easy goal uh, for women. And then I would do 1.25 body weight for 10 for men. And notice how that was 10 reps. I'm not looking for an absolute strength factor um, because not many of my clients need that. Absolutely fine. Um, then I have a Versa Climber thing or a air bike assault bike, whatever. Um, they generally have to hit, what is it, the 40, on the verse climber I do more. So they've got a 45 second feet climb. And I want, Oof. I know, right? <laughs> so that's just bordering to like anaerobic capacity. Um, it's bordering onto hell, mate, that is. <laughs> so for uh, females, I'm looking between, is it, it's like, 80 to 110 and then males upwards of 100 um, I don't mind that's absolutely fine well, I think it's between 100 and 140 um, based off size as well because that is a limb length issue um, but there's a little bit more of a range and those are my basics um, I'm not looking for like any broad jumps because that's very like I don't know niche any runs or anything like that But and notice how both of those performance tests that I picked pretty much anybody can do um, assault bikes and verse climbers they're pretty popular now, um, but pretty good. Dan, do you, yeah. have anything, do you have anything that you look for, I don't know, prerequisites or stuff that you generally just throw in? We do like, we do have like, on our training plans, we do have like PB lifts. So we have certain lifts in their program that we want them to make sure they focus on increasing over potentially others. And that's usually geared around weak body parts or areas they want to bring up or improve upon. Um, but interestingly about the whole goblet squat thing, 
um, is that about a week ago, two weeks ago, I wrote up um, one of my client's training plans, and I put in for her at the end of her leg day um, one set of AMRAP goblet squats with 20 kilos. And again, if they're around 50, 55 kilos, whatever. Um, it's just, and again, it's obviously after leg day, so she's obviously going to be yeah, pretty fucked from it. But the point is that they keep the weight the same, and you can obviously do more reps, and you've obviously got stronger, and you've increased the amount of volume you can do, and stuff like that. And it's just interesting you like that, because again, it's one of those things that it's pretty safe to do. Like, you can't fuck it up, you can't really go too wrong, and if you fail, you fail, and you just drop the dumbbell down in front of you, and like nothing crazy happens, whereas other people yeah. do it on crazy things. And it was just, um, so, so things like that I've started to bring in now, more people that are focused on performance and off seasons and things like that, whereas people are dieting, it tends to be more around maintaining strength for certain things. So again, they'll get certain lifts, I'll be like, right, you've got to maintain on this, others I don't mind if things drop a tiny bit or whatever. Um, but I think that's something that very, very, very important to do when you're in person because you can keep an eye on it. Whereas someone can say, like, "Oh, yeah, my back squat's going up, yeah, loads or whatever," and I'm like, "I need to see a video of that." And then you look at it, and you're like, "No, it's not." Whereas in person, you can be very much like it's it's very reliable. You can just repeat the test over and over again. Whereas if you said to them, "Set this up like this," there's no guarantee they'll do it the same each time and all that sort of stuff and all that. You, you know, when you're there, you can push them and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. definitely something if you're in person i think it keeps your client interested and engaged yeah. with their training as well like i think it gives them definitely. they they kind of know they're being tested if you say to them well we'll do this again in 12 weeks or so we're at and they actually want to improve and i think that's an important aspect of in-person pt is you're challenging them all the time so obviously i challenge them all the time anyway each week usually um with the nutrition stuff and elements of that so and be wary if you're, if you're doing a test like that the the test is for good clean like reps you don't you're not challenging like it's not chal- a fucking hit it's not a hit class yeah you're not challenging them orthopedically yeah you're not yeah. trying to <laughs> put your hip halfway through your pelvis and be like yeah, yeah that was good lovely um but I'm yeah just gonna do it in a minute <laughs> yeah one one Jeez. one good one um but yeah if any the common weak links generally if you don't hit that in perfect form if you're gonna go try it you can kind of round it down to six, written down here, is shoulder stability. So basically you've got to do a load of shoulder activations. If you can't have physically, if you feel like if the person fails on actually just holding the thing, is is a big one, right? I, I'm about, what am I, about 88 kilos right now. So I'm, I'm holding a 44 kilo dumbbell. The chances are that my legs are going to be fine with pushing that for 25 reps. But the chances are me holding my thoracic and my shoulders is probably going to be a little bit tough. I would mm. say that's going to be the, the go-to. So uh, that's going to be a core stability deficit. So core work. Um, but that's going to be, if somebody's going to get better at that, guess what I'm making do? A load of like front rack loaded carries. And they're going to be set in, you're set up for a goblet squat position and make them walk there. So I think a lot of people just do farmer's carries or single arm farmer's carries. And you can't you can go into a goblet squat position and make your client lean forward. Guess what's going to be on? Because you pushed your center of mass over Mm. onto your like your balls of your feet and it's be like rock solid in there and then make them walk around screw it it's great either goblet or a high rack like kettlebell position amazing um yeah, yeah you've got hip stability stuff um generally if they're not hitting depth after a while or they're just bouncing in and out based off their uh, stretch reflex it's probably gonna happen um also just prioritize single leg training if it was a hip mobility deficit so yeah you just do a load of like i don't know I probably make them do rock backs quite a lot, getting used to that kind of position, if and then start loading it. Um, like pulse squats in that position as well. I'm doing a fair bit of that work lately. Mm. Um, that's where if you take a lighter load, like five to eight kilos, something like that, and you're pulsing it out of the base of your squat, 
you're kind of greasing your hip into sitting in that depth um, and maintaining an upright posture. Um, yeah, and then there's like, generally people might not get kind of full body coordination if they're going through there as well. They can't kind of disjoint where the thorax is sitting to their lower body. Um, and lower body strength if your legs give way. So mm. then you're gonna, guess what you're gonna do? Loads more of those goblet squats. Yeah. It's good. I like it. It should be should be more foundational. So like press ups in a minute is it's really simple. So good clean press ups in a minute. You can rest as much as you like. That's an easy test to apply, but it probably isn't done enough. Um, so pull ups in a minute, bit harder because it's more taxing. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting, mate. Interesting. I thought. Um, mm. I've got written down here is sporting comebacks because I just want to talk about Tiger Woods. Oh, I'm bored of this. <laughs> Do you know what as well? The other thing I'm bored about this week is Game of Fucking Thrones. Like, mate, no, I am a massive no, Game of Thrones fan, but I don't think I can call myself that because I haven't watched it yet. And this is oh, Tuesday oh. we're recording. Uh, I realise it only came out yesterday over in, in uh, this country, and Vicky has watched it. Um, so I'm I basically blocked her on my phone until uh, <laughs> until I can watch it. I just was like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't understand the obsession. And the, and the fact is, there's loads of good football on this week as well. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, that tells me everything I need to know about Game of Thrones, Tom. The fact that you've watched all the series and you'd rather watch football over it. <laughs> tells me it's not great. I'm, I'm more I... into football than Game of Thrones, probably. Um, but I do need to watch it 100%. I might. But I've got early starts as well, so it's like, oh. And I don't feel like it's not right to watch it in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. When I get back from work. Which is the middle of the day. Something. Which is the middle of the day, exactly. <laughs> it's not really um, funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, it's awesome. It's great. Love it. Game of Thrones is amazing, but sporting comebacks, mate. What what is your because this is an intro? It does divide opinion, and I'd like to know your opinion because you you surely know the story of Tiger Woods. Obviously, I'm a big golfer, um, and this this is the issue of um, his wife shagging the prostitutes. That's that that's what he did, isn't it? So <laughs> so yeah, he had like over 100. What was it? 120 affairs, something like that. Oh, so it's, stupid, isn't it? It's madness. So. And also, he he got he got arrested for uh, driving under the influence of drugs. Um, what a so, role model! So he was an addict of some sort. I think it was self medicating in of some sort. Um, yeah, and obviously he had he had spinal fusion surgery, quite a lot of that stuff. Had to relearn everything. Lost his touch. Was one like when he was coming back was about over. One one and a half thousand in the world, or something like that. Um, but has come back to win the biggest golf tournament in the world um, after fifteen years of not winning a major. I I've got to look at. I think I feel like this these kind of stories. You've got to look from two different perspectives. I think as a human being, uh, he's slightly disgraceful, um, and that's <laughs> that's where I fall down. I'm like sporting achievement coming back from that injury. Coming back to dominate that, absolutely unbelievable, amazing. I love golf. He's the guy I grew up with, but kind of killed it when uh, we found out how what a horrid, horrid person he is. Um, well, yeah, everyone makes mistakes, but not 120 of them. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> madness. Um, it does. It does seem to happen in golf quite a lot. I don't know whether it's because it's uh, very closed off. You spend a lot of time by yourself, or maybe yeah, you're, it's all on you, kind of vibe um but they they tend to be a lot of not nice guys um i mean rory's one that uh, apparently is slapped i think around. Um, i think they have to just focus so much on themselves 
Yeah. Like, you know, when you're on the course, you can't be on your phone, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think they, yeah, like you said, very isolated, probably travel the world a lot, you know, but. It's, I'm sure they yeah, have a team, just... but uh, yeah, it's still still all on you, isn't it? So, mm. it's strange. And you, I, I don't know. I think it's just a lot of self, you have to have a lot of self-belief, I think. Yeah. I think maybe that c- carries over into arrogance. I think arrogance, might, yeah, arrogance into the world and then you kind of think you're better than whatever's above stuff that's happening. So And you get paid a fuckload to hit a little ball into a hole. <laughs> that's something they're very good ones, mate. So, that's the only thing. Yeah, true. There's, 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 there's the slum ones on whatever tour there'll be like little tours around like UK that just you're just trying to work to make a living getting sponsored and stuff like that so there's people who work in American golf who are on tour who are professionals who are on tour but they tour the UK at little golf clubs and all that kind of stuff it's crazy I didn't I only learned that about two years ago and I was like what? you're alright okay cool well yeah there's <laughs> football it's like like challenge tour yeah yeah go, conference south and conference yeah. and stuff yeah but at least like, they at least, league south league, ended same thing south, yeah. south ended get relegated so that's really fun um, <laughs> haven't won since January um, it's great right um, we've got to review some a tier system uh, thing haven't we then it was just shocking like, I, I haven't got it up to be fair so I've got it right here um, so I've got it up so it's one of those god tier top tier mid tier low tier shit tier load of shit yeah. load of shit <laughs> the whole thing um, so it was sent to us by Ben, from the internet, that's his handle. Um, so it's sweets, and just to put a disclaimer out here, um, I'm not the biggest sweet advocate. I if if you're standing there, I'm gonna pick chocolate or ice cream, way before I pick gummy sweets. Um, would you say yeah. that? Yeah, I, I, I was just, yeah yeah I used to. I do like pick a mix though. Pick a mix is cool. Yeah, but I feel like after. But again, some of these aren't even. I guess it is more a pivot. It is. It, it's like a pick and mix, isn't it? So we should really go through what we do at a pick and mix because that's how you should really rank this. So god tier, what we got? We're just. You can make the noises if you want. Um, uh, there's like uh, uh, or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like. Um, <laughs> so those are like the the fizzy cherries. I Very good. That. They're yeah. they're decent, right? Um, yeah. You got the strawberries. Straws. Yeah, they were. They look alright. Uh, fizzy cola bottles. New. No. So that's in God tier. Absolutely not in God tier. And jelly snakes. No. See, I like a jelly snake, but they're they're so big you only put one in. Um, it's God tier as well. Is it it's God, God tier? It's, no, it's not. Um, tight, good tier. Yeah. Also, fizzy cola bottles. I'm I'm not a fan of anything fizzy. Um, oh, apart from drinks, but the, I've got to watch the carbonated stuff. Um, so we got to go top tier. You got mini eggs. They're mini eggs, mate. Sweet, is it? It's, it's, it's not, chocolate. It's, it's not. It's in the wrong category. Also, it would be better than every single one of these on the list. Um, we got normal Coca Cola bowls. No, absolutely not. The <laughs> bottom. They're at the bottom. Uh, fried eggs. No, they're good, mate. Too much foam. They're good. Um, oh, these are awful. The jelly bananas. No, they're absolutely vile. Um, that is top tier. This guy's got no idea. Um, <laughs> Mid tier, Jesus, jelly babies. No, like what is this? Is written by somebody's nan. Like, yeah, Worms Originals will be next. Yeah. Um, right, those little white chocolate disc things with the like hundreds of thousands no. of things on them. Poor. 
They're, that's a poor choice. It's only it's only good in there because you you're like, oh, I want some chocolate in there, and that's the only thing really available, and that's about it. That's why yeah. you pick it, guys. Uh, the hearts with the little foam from the Harry Bow things. They are much better than mid. They're good, but they're the same as the fried egg mate. They're not. It's the they foam are. ratio. Card. The <laughs> foam ratio is one to one on the jelly sweet to that. Right. Uh, this one is the licorice pencils. Absolutely not. They're not even sweets for them. They are great, mate. They are unbelievable. You can you can pull like the the white stuff out of it, and it's like that's exactly the noise you have to make. Hang on, you mean hang on? We don't want talking licorice here, are we? No, they're not actually licorice. They are licorice, but they don't. You mean taste, you mean the cables? You yeah, mean the cables? Yeah, cables. Very different. But, very different. But they're also named licorice. Confusing. But then but they're not black licorice, is what you're thinking yeah, about. Yeah, they're not. No, yeah, I know what you mean. You're, you're like, the, I, I would call them like strawberry cables or raspberry cables yeah. or whatever they are. But I live with a Norwegian, and if anybody knows about Scandinavia, they eat licorice like it's going out of fashion. But it's called black licorice and then red licorice or whatever. Okay, different, different yeah. Dan. Do your own work, Jesus. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, low tier. Um, I think they are. Jelly beans, they are jelly beans. Yeah, jelly belly beans. They go, they go up to the top. Yeah. Jelly belly beans. What yeah, that, that just sounds like you've stolen Is- Isabel's stuff. No, they're the brand. <laughs> jelly belly. You must know jelly belly. I think so. But it's that just... brand of jelly beans, the expensive ones, that are really, uh, really nice. All right, Jesus. Did you ever? Have, everybody in England must have had these. Some sort of like Harry Potter based uh, jelly bean. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Snot things, um, but yeah, no jelly, jelly beans are awful, mate. Yeah, you you got no idea. Um, what we got? Fizzy keys, fizzy jelly mm. keys. Uh, I, I'm not, fussed. I'm not fussed about that. Oh, licorice all sorts. Awful, awful. They not are even, like not even so, a sweet. So my grandparents used to have them all the time, and they are disgusting. Every oh, just absolutely vile. Right, um, this looks like a fruit roll-up, but it's a fizzy version. You don't know what that is, do you? <laughs> I do know what I do know what a fruit roll-up. All right, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, come on, Tom. It's the fizzy, a... fizzy thing. Oh yeah, like a, I know what you mean. Yeah, they're, they're not too fizzy, bad. Fizzy but... cable-y belt, fizzy belt, strawberry belt. Yeah, it's sort of like a belt. It's like a it? belt in it. Yeah, rolled-up belt. I think that's good on fire. Um, and then shit here. <laughs> chocolate raisins mm, I can't not. stand them they're awful they're this not is, shit though this is like uh, what's your favourite Revel yeah just coffee Malte- Malteser mate um, coffee yeah, just buy a bag of Maltesers it's fine then you don't have the nasty surprise of yeah like the the hard caramel who wants that it's awful no one um, wants that one no <laughs> um, then you've got I'm unsure what that is it's kind of it looks like fizzy teeth but it's it looks more like watermelon. It, it, watermelon is it? Is it watermelon? watermelon. Ah, I've never had that. They're um, good. That's all right. Well, I'll, I'll get some. <laughs> and then you've got some like black and red jelly things. They look awful. And then <clears throat> white chocolate mice. Mm, they are bad fun. chocolate. That's like not worse fun. than worse than Kinnerton chocolate, guys. Um, if you're if anybody in your family has bought you a Kinnerton egg, just they don't like you. Um, yeah, yeah they don't no awful right so if you had to pick three gummies god tier that's kind of what we've got to pick right what yeah, are you, take, what fizzy, are you fizzy cherries definitely um probably like the strawberry cables they're good 
Strawberry Cable, so they get elevated from mid-tier. Yeah, and then probably, what else is good? What else do I like? You, you can have stuff that's not on this list, mate. I know, that's what I'm trying to think about. I can't remember the last time I had a mixer. <laughs> um, I also quite like, um, in Haribo Star Mix, they do the like the Jelly Babies. But they're diff- they're kind they're different type of jelly babies. They're smaller and they're really really good. Yeah, I like them. So I think stuff that's glaringly missed on here is um, gummy bears. Not on it. Madness. Mm. Um, they're great. They're in obviously the Starmic stuff. Um, teeth and lips. Mm, they're fun. great. They're great. I'd put them in there. Um, you can see if you go in Tesco, you can get like all these little packets for like six for like 50p or something yeah um, <laughs> um so i would say i'm a <laughs> weirdly i'm gonna go cables as well because i do like those um i think i'll have the jelly hearts they're pretty decent yeah. and i feel like that and um something i feel like dan's gonna go off on one on this um and i would have milk bottles <laughs> There we go. The sigh says it all, guys. Milk, milk bottles are great. All right, with that, let us know. We'll, we'll, I'll just screenshot that out, and uh, we can see who agrees. What would you add? I'll put a little question on the poll. Um, yeah, mate. Any other business? No, not from me. No, not from you. Dan's got to go look, look after his child, because uh, I, do. I think uh, nobody else is in the house, and they're just She's running riot. Yeah, she's running a mock, I reckon. <laughs> so uh, we're going to love you and leave you. Thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this far into the show, um, let us know. Well done. Um, <laughs> and uh, we will catch you next week. See you later.